Blackmore Radio Show. Because mm. nobody knows who we are. Exactly. And, you, and how do you usually start your podcast? <laughs> Normally I start with the introduction like, hello and welcome back to another episode of Travel Culture. I am your host, Connor, and today I'm joined by a special guest, a rugby entrepreneur, Tom. Hello, Tom. Nice to meet you. Oh, hi. Good to meet you, Connor. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, fan- thank you for inviting me down. <laughs> yeah, not a yeah, problem. Not a problem. And then that's the introduction. And now we all can right, just sort all right, of... All right, I thought... <laughs> I'm recording. Yeah, we're recording. Yeah, we're recording. We're... Oh, fantastic. That's cool. all right. Yeah, cool. okay. It's unusual for me. I've never done this sort of thing before. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like there should be some beers up here instead of water. I feel like with this style it's of... It's very intense. Just staring at each other right, across, right. across a desk. It's very yeah. good. For very those good. of you who... If you are listening to this now, we are actually just sat down in a condo studio apartment. That's, that's a good way yeah, to... Yeah, studio flat. Yeah, at in, a table. Just on the outskirts of Chiang Mai. Uh, if you've got any followers from Chiang Mai, uh, it's in Doi Sakit... Uh, so it's not it's not too far. Nice area. Yeah, no, we're actually closer to San Sai than we're than Doi Saket. We're in San Sai at the moment, just on the border of Doi Saket, about five minute drive away. Is that so? I'm, I'm saying that though. I think my place is just on the cusp of, of Doi Saket because if you go further down, then you go to the village further down, oh, and then the temple at the top. So, if you've seen it, no, no. What what what's this temple at the top? The, well, Doi, Doi means mountain. Right. Yeah. And Saki is the place. So we, with the rugby, I just uh, mentioned, we went up to Chiang Rai for our first competition as Lana Rugby Club in in, in February. Okay, and okay, at the end, I... For a second, would you mind introducing... Well, well, introduce your team a little bit before, okay. we, before we scope that out. Right, so Lana Rugby Club is a team that myself and uh, a friend uh, a year and a half ago, we, we decided to go with, well, first... There was one rugby team in Chiang Mai called Chiang Mai Tigers. Chiang Mai Tigers was run by Lonnie, who's one of my good friends, and he now lives in, in Chiang Rai. Uh, and he's got a team, a little plug for him, he's got a team called Chiang Rai Bears. Uh, they've been together for about three years now. But if we go back 15 years, so we'll go back to the whole start of this, is 15 years ago, uh, Lonnie uh, Levy, um, from New Zealand, he's a guy that lives up in Chiang Rai, he started Chiang Mai Tigers. And... It was a team that was based in Chiang Mai. Uh, they used the Prince Royals College uh, pitch as their, their first team pitch and, and CMU, uh, Chiang Mai uh, University rugby pitch as well. And himself, along with a, a gentleman called Sandy uh, from Australia, they started Chiang Mai Tigers. And Lonnie was the was pretty much the sole driver. San, Sandy helped uh, with the funding and with the kits and what have you. And they gave him a, a team clubhouse at the UN Irish. Where, and Lonnie was the one that was driving the rugby. So he created this team 15 years ago and they had a few matches. They had a league that went for two months, but then Lonnie sadly had to go back to New Zealand. And in that time, they was gone. Uh, Sandy kept it going slowly, but there was, there was never any training. That's the thing. And a rugby team needs constant practice. It needs to have regular rugby matches. And something that Thailand uh, seems to neglect is constant playing of the sport. It's like with anything. You need 10,000 hours to become professional. Whereas if you don't have them 10,000 hours, then you just have a few amateur people knocking a ball about or in whatever industry you're in, you've just got someone trying to do something without any real understanding. So fast forward a few years to 2017 and myself and a gentleman called Ian uh, from, from Birmingham, we play for Chiang Mai Tigers. And after the match, we got together and we had a, we had a pint and we said, what Thailand needs is regular sport, organised sport. Okay, you've got the, f- the premiership for the football, but there's no grassroots for football, no grassroots for, for any sport. It's just either individual sport where there's a lot of development, but when it comes to team unit, when it comes to a team sport, to unity, there's not much going on. So we thought, right, we can develop the rugby team for Chiang Mai Tigers. And we had a few... Well, we set up a meeting in November. We set, we set up a, a practice, should I say, after one, after one of the matches. Because everyone was saying, yeah, 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 come on, we'll come, we'll come down. We want to get involved, we want to play. <laughs> and then Ian and I, we met up at, at, the, at the rugby pitch. And lo and behold, it was just myself and him twiddling our thumbs. So we decided to go home and watch Bear Watch. Because <laughs> why not? It beats doing nothing. It be, beats running around on, on a rugby pitch on your own. So a few months went by and we, we decided that, you know what, we're not going to bother with Chiang Mai Tigers. 
because we were coming up with a lot of obstacles and, you know, fair play, they can do what they want and they can develop their own team. But because we were getting a lot of obstacles, we had a lot of, uh, a lot of problems, a lot of things to overcome with them. We thought it'd be easier to set up our own team. And that's when Lana Rugby Club came about. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so you, do you know the word, what Lana means? Uh, I just assumed it was the province of Northern Thailand. Uh, sort of, so we're in, we're in Chiang Mai province. Right. Lana is an old word mm-hmm. uh, to define the, north, the northern kingdom of Thailand. And we decided that to go forward with Lana Rugby, to go forward with rugby, we need to start on a small area, on a small scheme. And to do that, we thought, right, we'll cultivate rugby in the north of Thailand. If we, concentra- if we try and do tournaments all over the country and do all of these things and go abroad and have international games and all this sort of stuff, it's too much, too quick. And to make something strong, you need to start small. So we thought, right, how, if we don't know where, we don't know where our pitch is, so we don't know what our team should be called. We can't find land in Chiang Mai because finding, by the way, finding land in Thailand is like finding a needle in a haystack because a lot of the land is either built upon for shops or whatever, or it's rice paddy fields. It's un- unlike any, unlike the West, where you've got all these all these fields that are used just for agriculture for for cows for, forever, and you've got a lot of open land. Here, it's either built or it's wet and full of full of mud up to your, up to your knees because it's rice paddy fields. So we have so we had to do some thinking of what where we should go. So before we got land, sorry, I'm talking a lot. <laughs> no, it's a big so story. Good. This is Lana very interesting, Club. dude. The story, the story of Lana Rugby Club. <laughs> get ready, kids. Get your popcorn out. We're in, we're in for the long haul. So uh, with, with 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 the rugby club, we we decided on calling it Lana Rugby Club because we didn't know where we would have the rugby ground, but we knew it would be in the north of Thailand. So why not call it Lana Rugby Club? Why not give it this big, preemptive, strong name to go forward with, to get everybody involved with, to make everybody in Thailand feel like they can be a part of it? Everybody in the north, at least. So we create this team and we create the name. We create the Facebook page and we, we, we know we, we got together one, one time and we knocked about ideas for the rugby shirts and got some ideas for what the colours should be and this, that and the other. Bit of a funny, bit of a, I say a funny story, probably a bit boring for yourselves, but for myself it was a bit funny because I'm colourblind and you see, it's not so severe as people think. You don't see black and white and a bit of, bit of red, bit of blue, bit of green, whatever. It's more of a, a misunderstanding of, of shades. Right. So I decided, you know, we're going to go with, with sky blue. Mm-hmm. And I thought I'd, print, I thought I'd made these, these colours sky blue. Then all of a sudden it came out purple. And everyone was like, your kid's purple. I'm saying, no, 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 no. The, the colours the colors are, are blue. The kits haven't been made at this point, by the way. The kits are still, they're just on the screen. They say, oh, it's purple, all right, and all right. So I'm there and I make these, I make these shirts and I'm, I, make, I make the the logo and what have you. Is that what you're currently wearing now? You're currently wearing the rugby yeah. shirt with the purple logo well, on the, it, right? the, Currently, I'm dressed in a white. So our, the whole idea is we want to make it a, a, a proper unified team. Mm. So... I've di- I've created a a, t- uh, a training top the the team kits we're gonna have the the rub shorts and socks on sale and we'll have the uh, polo top which is what every player for line of rugby will be coming down to the matches in and we'll be wearing after the matches post matches to go for drinks and what have you and if we go to any events this is the top we will wear it's a white polo shirt with the the, the logo emblazoned on the on the left breast uh, with um, with a lion in a circle with a bit of a black tie on it, design underneath it, with Lana Rugby over the top, and established in 2018 underneath. So Ian was with me for a while, and, and uh, through the the great nature of Zo- uh, Zoe in Yellow in town. Yep. Got Zoe in Yellow with... is a club in Chiang Mai, by the way. Yeah. It's where lots of backpackers and locals would go mm. to have a drink and socialise. Yeah, so I, I got talking with the, with, the, with the staff there, and they wanted to help out. Uh, they thought it was a good cause to get people involved in something... Uh, something that was regular, something that kept kids off the streets, kept them doing something, gave them a focus. And uh, lo and behold, we, uh, they helped us to find the land. Uh, so we got some land in Lampoon at Lampoon Technical <laughs> College, uh, which is only about half an hour drive. There's a new motorway, well, highway, whatever you want to call it, wherever you're from in the world, highway, motorway, 
superhighway being designed, uh, being made right now. Because from Central Festival in Chiang Mai, uh, if you live in the area, you know you know the place. Straight through to Lampung, and they're putting in these uh, these uh, bridges to go over the junctions and what have you. So once it's all been finished, it's developing really quickly. Every time I drive to Lampung, there's um, another bridge that's being put up and, and what have you. So it's developing really quickly. So by the time our league starts in 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 May, by the time well. The rugby season starts in May. The league will start in June, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Sure. We've got... All right, don't I'll, worry, I'll, man. I'll, I'll talk no about pressure. it. Connor will just listen. Um, it's all so very interesting. We've got... The, well, thank you. I don't know. I'm very... This is all very new to me. It's very... You know, when, when, when I think about radio presenters and they sit down and they're all looking at each other like this with the contest, I don't know how they keep a straight face. I'll piss myself laughing. Um, but anyway, there's, there's this big road that's been made. To Lampoon, and once that's been made, once it's been finished, it's only going to take 20 minutes to drive to Lampoon, no problems, because there won't be any problems with with, uh, with junctions. So it'll be a straight clear run, uh, which is which is great. And then when you see the Golden Buddha, you want to do a U, you want to do a U turn, turn turn right, uh, go over the train tracks, turn left around the old city when you hit it, and then just off to the left and on your right, there's the the school. It's very. It's very easy. It's not. It's not much of a trepid exploration. It's very. It's very straightforward when you do it. When you do the run. Right. So, so let's just recap a little bit. So you, you've started this team, the Lana Rugby Team. You really want to create a sense of commu- community. Yeah. So how how do any of the young li- listeners or the older listeners join in on this team? How do they get involved? How do they engage with you? Engage with me. <laughs> yeah. Engage with me. Get involved. Um, we've got a so we've got a Facebook page, Lana Rugby Club. That's A A. Uh, sorry, that's L A N A I U G B Y C L U B. That's on the Facebook page. We've got a website in the process. That's www.lanarugbyclub.co.uk. I used .co.uk because it was ninety nine pence for the year, which is great. So I thought oh, I couldn't find .co.th and .com was thirty quid. Oh, well, all right, 1,200 baht for the year when I could just pay 50 baht for the year. So I thought I'll do that. Yeah, go for it. Don't why go to UK, why not? Show the English heritage. And we, we are the Lions. We are England, Mon, Mon, the, Mon the Lions. Speaking of Lions, what made you incorporate the Lion into the Lana Rugby Club? <laughs> Very good question. Fantastic question. So once we'd sort, we talked, talked about it being called Lana Rugby Club, and that was established. Lana Lions... As we are, uh, which we are, uh, what's the word to use? Uh, warmly known as. I don't okay. know. But we are uh, known as by our by our uh, by our loyal fan base. <laughs> so you got a bit of a reputation. As the, as the our Lions. reputation precedes us. The Lana Lions. They're here. Uh, we, uh, we we call ourselves Lana Lions because so we've got the Chiang Rai Bears right in Chiang Rai. We have got Chiang Mai Tigers in Chiang Mai. And I thought, wait, if we create a competition outside of, if we create a competition between the three between the three Western teams, we got the Bears, the Tigers. I've got it, Lions, Tigers, Bears. Oh my, fantastic! Oh, so fantastic. I thought, so I thought we could have a great advertising campaign with yep. Lions, Tigers, Bears. Oh my, and we can do some really nice artwork with it, and we can really push ourselves in that way and make make a bit of a jovial thing out of it as well, because. As much as I want to have it to be, you know, to develop the rugby team and to have really good rugby players coming out, you need it to be acceptable for, well, approachable by everyone. It needs to be friendly. It needs to be fun. If you don't have that as a basis, how are you supposed to develop? So we created it. Uh, we turned our logo. We changed it from having LRC in the middle of the of the circle to have a lion's head and having line of rugby on the outside. Because it just it just made sense, and you want to have something a bit fun, a bit playful as well. Oh, that's what's important. And of course, you say Lana is like a strong province as well, and it helps to have the strong lion. And not exactly. to mention, it kind of you know reflects a little bit to our heritage Wait, as the, well. The English heritage. Means, so so far, so Ian Ian departed in June to teach in Egypt, and after after that, um, sorry, just to recap, who was Ian? Ian, he's a fellow who's played for, for England for, for basketball. Uh, he was a teacher at uh, Vary and he helped. He was the one that helped me start with it with rugby. In fact, it was, it was him that, that suggested we do this. And we both started talking about it and both got involved. Um, 
so he helped to to get it going, to get the wheels turning. But once it departed in, in uh, to Egypt, uh, our communication, well, we. I don't know. We we lost we've lost contact a little bit, and since then I've been I've been pushing it for myself. Okay. Um, and because he wasn't here, he couldn't really get involved. And it, it, anyway, there was there was a bit of a bit of modelling, a bit of uh, what's the word to use? It was anyway. Does he still support you? Is he on board of what you're doing and everything? <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't talk to me. <laughs> Ian, if you're out there, if you're listening, hello, knock, knock, knock. Are you there? <laughs> uh, but in any case, he's he's still involved in the in the in the group messaging, but he, I don't know. He's, he doesn't say anything, so no, he keeps dumb. Fair enough. It happens. So since so we got the land anyway. So let me let me go back over over the the story so far. We got the land in in June, in around June May time. We got the land in 2018. Okay. That's what established 2018. We got the land in 2018. And the school, thankfully, they said, you know what? You can use our land because if, if, they, they don't really use it much. They've got It's a football pitch, but they don't use it much, uh, very rarely. So we're, we've taken the strongholds now. Mm. Uh, in, if anyone wants to come down and join in, 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 in April after Songkran, we'll be going down to make the pitch playable because we need to make sure we're geared up for May when, when the rugby will start for us, uh, when training will start. Anyway, we'll go. We'll go all the way back. We're in June, and we've got the land. Uh, Ian's just departed. Uh, Sail bon voyage. See you later. Sayonara. Never see you again. What's going on, Ian? Get in touch. Uh, but anyway, I um, I start talking with a few people to to put the vibe out there. So I'm talking to the players that I played with with Tigers, and I'm talking to new people every time I go out to the bars. Moravia, I'll be there. You can hear me saying, "Oh, do you, uh, you seem like a big lad." Like you're playing rugby. No, I just got something is. for exactly. They're the exact words that he said to me when we met in the gym. So he's not lying. He's not messing around. This is how he speaks to people. Sorry, buddy. Carry on, Tom. But, but but I don't I don't say it to just anyone. Trust me. I see some small kids. I go, oh god, I can't approach them. There's a fella in the gym. There was a we're in the gym this morning, and there's a there's a Thai guy there, and I've, I've seen he's been in a few times. I say hello to him, and I and I look at him and I go. Will he? Will he want it? And I'm going, ah, he's, nah, nah, he's, he's definitely not going to go for it. So I just didn't like them along. In any case, after after we got the land, I then decided to go around the schools to promote the rugby. Um, this was, sorry, sorry. Let me back, let me back up. We got the land in June. I didn't do anything, sorry, until September. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I talked to a few people, but that was about it. In September, September rolls around and I go to England for a couple of weeks to see some friends, to go to my mate's wedding. And then I come back, 1st of October. And I think to myself, if I don't start the training soon, it's never going to happen. So there's me on my Todd going down to to Lampoon on my own. Um, To begin with, there was just me, Condio. <laughs> Singular person on my own running around like a like a mad bastard. Then I got in touch with a couple of the lads from the Tigers team, and they wanted to play rugby, so they started coming down. So we were getting one or two players coming down to to Lampoon for training, very slow. And I tell you, it was it was hard going for me because I'm thinking, okay, I want to get this rugby going. Of course, yeah. There's, there's just me. Imagine. Imagine going going down to the rugby pitch, going, right, lads, and you're telling about 10 people, 15 people, and they're all going, yeah, yeah, we'll come down. Then on the day, they're going, no, can't come down. Half an hour before, oh, no, no, can't come down. An hour afterwards, oh, sorry, I couldn't make it today. Oh, yeah. And it's just, it, it gets to you, but you've got to keep on going because the strong prevail. Isn't that right? That's right, absolutely. <laughs> oh, we'll come up with some loads of cat fridge. I've just seen it. Very cool. Um, the strong prevail. So I thought, sod it, we'll keep on coming down. And two weeks into October, I get a message from a gentleman called Dave. Uh, Dave is from America, and now we're we're, pretty, we're very pally. He's my second in command. We he coaches uh, the Land Rugby Club like myself, and he is uh, the the head forward coach. So he's the head forward coach. Yeah. And what's your position exactly? I am the head back coach. Head back coach. Uh, the head back coach. <laughs> right, the, the director. The the uh, uh, the uh, raison d'être for, for the Lana Rugby Club. I am I, I am the uh, Mister Manhattan. We probably I, should I, have started I, with this. Just, I am the Mister Manhattan. I am Doctor Manhattan, <laughs> the person that creates it, that makes it happen. Uh, 
I am the... Man with a plan. The man with a plan. Yeah, the man with a plan. Oh, my um, goodness. So, yeah, so, sorry, I'm just getting... I'm just trying to think, where are we in the story now? <laughs> so, it's October, midway through October, and Dave has joined in, and he's coming down with me, and he brings his daughter down, brings his, brings his wife down, and it's, it's nice. And all of a sudden, we slowly... So, we're getting twos and threes down, and I, start, I then start... I decide that I go to the schools... I go to the schools in Lampoon to get the kids get down, to get them involved. Right, yeah. I went to Lampoon Tech and I was just there all day with a sign-up sheet. You know, because you got to sign it. If they sign the name down, they feel like they want to come down. So you're going to sign the sheet. Power trick. Pa- mate, love it. Mad for it. Get them smiling. I'll talk about signing a sheet later. <laughs> so we get them to sign a sheet. And it's that. And, they, and lo and behold, at the weekend, so 15 people signed up, seven of them, no, 30 of them signed up, 15 come down. Amazing. The week after, one returns. Wow, that's always the case of many sports, many activities. It's all well and good to bring them down the first time, but to get them to come back again, I know myself personally, I've tried things many times first time, never come back again. I think we're all guilty of that. Apart from rugby, he's going to come down day, week in, week out. He's going to love it. You can't know, it's it's, it's a good Farang stronghold. Yeah, so is it a predominantly foreigner base or...? (laughs) It is indeed, but... I tell you this, we have got the the t- people that do come down. Fortunately, they are very they're pretty athletic. Mm. Uh, there's Joan, well Jonas, Jonas, Mad Dog Jonas. He shout oh, out. He shout out to Mad Dog Jonas. He's crazy. He's also very, very, uh, very, very passionate about the sport. So much so that he sponsors the kit. Fantastic. Uh, CM, so, big, so CM Telecom right. is his company. He's he's a branch from a Denmark company. He's Danish. And he's he's a very good lad, uh, fronting the Danish the Danish uh, sat front, <laughs> I guess, uh, fronting the Danish front, and he uh, is very passionate about the sport. Fantastic. Uh, so much so that I so for months I've been talking, I'd been biting chewing his ear off about the rugby, and he was just laughing, going, "Yeah, yeah, sure, whatever." All of a sudden, we've got the land, we've got the we've got the players coming down, we've got people coming down, we've got the coaches, and he starts coming down. Good. And he's loving it. Um, so so does so he play or does he just? He plays, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, he plays. He's yeah. he's a he's a young lad, twenty eight, nice. but he's he's a very he's a very good scrum half. He knows what he's doing. He knows the sport. He he's a very good player, and he's uh, helped us to to push the rugby forward as well. He's he's always trying to get people to come down, which is great. Good. That's all. When it word of mouth, word of mouth is how we've got players down, and it is by far the best tool we've got. And how yeah, many best. players has that got you so far? How many players? Well, I've we've probably had down all in all probably about forty people, but well, maybe a bit less, maybe thirty. But there's <laughs> lots of people I'm always contacting through mm-hmm. Facebook that are keen. People get in touch with me now as well, which is great. We've even got the first women that have come down to rugby as well. So we're now slow. Now we've we've pretty much established a first team. We're slowly trying to start a women's team as well. Because we're in the twenty, we're in the twenty first century. If we don't have a women's team, <laughs> it's stupid not to. And the women in rug, in Thailand are very, very good at rugby. Oh, okay, yeah, very good. Have you had many people say that they're females say that they're interested in playing the sport? Have you already uh, got? Yeah, a bit of we've a... got some some girls from the Lana's uh, technical school. I think it's technical school in Chiang, Chiang Mai, just near the airport. They're coming down. They're interested. Um, there's people from from Dara school that they play. And they, they're keen to come down, which is a bit far for them. I'll be honest, I even had some female friends say that they're quite interested to play the sport. So rugby could be quite a popular sport amongst women as yeah. well. Yeah, it could be phenomenal for the girls. If we cultivate it. We, so there's a lot of men's teams, okay? So as well as the, t- the rugby team, the reason why I created it isn't so I could play tournaments. Tournaments for me are a waste of time. It's a bit of fun. It doesn't show how the rugby team is. It doesn't develop a rugby team. It doesn't develop anything. It just It's just a good bit of fun. And in Thailand at the moment, all they have is tournaments. So as well as developing the rugby team, I was developing a league. And this is where it gets interesting. So we've, of course, we've been developing the players and more people have come down. We've got loads of people. Stanton, another, uh, another fellow from, from Leeds. He's very good at rugby and he's very, he, he, loves the, he loves to play. He loves being involved. He loves the the atmosphere and the, the everyone everyone's a good bunch of lads. They're all a good bunch of lads, and they're all willing to get involved. 
which is great. We've got Americans, we've got Kiwis, guy called Phil that used to play for Tigers, now he plays for us, of course. <laughs> better of the two teams. We're going to dominate. Sounds like there's a bit of rivalry going <laughs> on there. Is there going to be a bit of an issue with that when it comes to game time? For me, maybe. <laughs> no, for nobody else, but just for me. Uh, but in any case, we uh, we keep pushing forwards and we're getting loads of people down. People mm. loving the sport. We should have, we've got an Irish guy called uh, Michael that's keen to come down and play as well. Uh, Connor yourself is <laughs> is going to be a strong Lana Lion. Absolutely. He's going to be welcome to the pack with open arms and he'll be playing no problem. Uh, and this is the thing, because it's very new. There's no reason to be scared about the sport. It's not like playing in top-level rugby. People think about rugby and they just think about international games. Wow, I've never played a game that is quite like an international game. That is an intense level. I mean, I've played, I've played uh, county rugby. And that's that's good, but international level is another another thing. And when people don't know the sport, they always look at England or Ireland or France or Wales at playing rugby or New Zealand, and they and they go, oh no, it's a bit too intense. Is that? But the, the fact of the matter is, that is international level. So you're inviting new people who may not be good at the sport. Now, if they do want to come down and play, how much do they have to pay? Is it an expensive in, in, invest? Uh? Is it an expensive hobby to get interested in? There's not a huge investment now. No. This is another thing as well. When I was thinking about the rugby, about the sport, I was wondering and ahhing about should it cost, should it not cost, because it needs to be open to everyone. So this is where we're at now. People at work pay 100 baht for a training session. Or if we get training like two or th- once or twice a week in a match day, then it's just 100 baht on match day. The most you'll be paying is 100 baht a week. That's fantastic. That's a really good price there. And then with the, well, it's just like subs back home. Mm. And then with the with the students, they pay fifty baht for training. But for match days, everyone pays hundred baht straight along the board. Because with hundred baht, what that gets you is it gets you to play the match. So that pays for the referees, and it'll pay for the food. So we're going to be a proper rugby club. We're a family. We care about everybody that's involved. And we want to make sure that people are happy. And it's a, it's a family thing. It's not just for men to go out and get drunk. It's for kids to be involved. It's for girl, women to for women to start playing and to get involved. It's for, it's for everyone. So if, it, it's, if we don't look after our players, they're going to look after us. So we need to make sure we look after the players. Players come first. So it's a very warm, welcoming environment. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, so with a league, as well as the team being going, I created a manifesto. Uh, Ian and I, we developed a manifesto in the summertime before he left. And this were, it's about eight pages long. It's in, we've got a, a Thai version, an English version. If you'd like to have a look at it, by all means, get in touch and I'll send you it through. And how would they get in touch with you? So we've got the uh, Facebook, Lana Rugby Club. We've also got the website, uk, And we have also got a, an email address, which is Lana Rugby Club. That's a l sorry. That's l a n n a r u g b y c l u b at gmail dot com. Fantastic, and I'll also be keeping all of these details available in the description of this podcast, so you can check it out at any time throughout the duration. Yeah, perfect. Get in touch. <laughs> the more, the merrier. So the league, we developed a manifesto, and then as soon as he'd gone, he was. So Ian left in June, and then it was all up to me to make it happen. So what we want to do is progress with the rugby and make it the number one sport, if, if not in league with football. And if we develop it properly, develop the grassroots, once we've got the first team going for the men's, we'll do the women's first team. Once we've got that going, we've got the uh, Nan rugby with the girls. We've got San Campen girls. I'm going to try and get PRC to create a women's team as well. Uh, I'm talking with Chiang Rai Bears to create a rugby team for the girls and the CRRU uh, in Chiang Rai. So it's not just Lana. No, it's not just. I, I, I'm my team is Lana Rugby Club, mm-hmm. but I'm going. I, if I'm to do this properly, I need everyone on board. So you're communicating with all of the teams yeah. and saying, "Look, this is this yeah. is the future of rugby in Thailand." Yeah. I'm even going to try and get it into Prao, which is about an hour and a half drive from here. Mm. Uh, there's a school that I'm connected with up there. And if I get them to play rugby, then it means all the schools between Prao and Chiang, Ra- Chiang Mai, they may want to get involved. Then we create a school league for the rugby. So you're so thinking not, big. I like well, it. It's a whole development. We can't stop it just going, oh, we'll have a tournament. That's not going to do anything. That's short-minded. 
Well, you heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. We got Tom over here, the captain. Am I right to call you captain? Captain of the Lana <laughs> rugby team. No, mate, I, I, I want to give the the captaincy away to someone else because I, I don't think that it's right for the for the coach to be the captain. So, how should I refer to you? How are we referring to you? El Dictador. No, <laughs> but, uh, no I, I am the the uh, director and uh, first team head coach for the backs. That's that's my that's my uh, that's my rugby uh, name. Uh, what's title? Rugby title, I guess. Well, you heard it here first. Look out, Thailand, because rugby's coming for you, and I hope that you're interested in playing the sport because it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun, Tom. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, we were talking about the league and how hard it is to get things going. I mean, I honestly, I've got hats off to every foreign in Thailand. Right, that's foreigner, right? Just to confirm to anyone who doesn't know. Yeah, so the word, well, the word comes from um, from the French when when the French came over and took Lao, took Lao hostage, and Talon <laughs> said, yeah, yeah, take, take the land. Uh, they, uh, they heard him saying, oh, foran. And then they went, oh, foran. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take that word. Uh, so everyone that is in this country that is doing really well, uh, that's, that's set up their own company, that's, that's making things happen, that's changing or just doing something, it's, uh, and specifically people that come here and ch- and make things happen in the Thai community, it is incredibly hard work, and I uh, hats off to them, because it is, it is strenuous, because as I was saying earlier, they've got this, this whole idea where you've got a loss of faith, so if you say something that's detrimental, or that's, uh, that's different to the, to what the, what they think, <laughs> or what the how the community works, they think that it's a that it's a slant, but they don't see it as a positive because they've found something that can be improved. Now you can go forward with it, and you can make it happen. And it's taken a long time because first with, with the with the league, I, I created the manifesto in Thai and English, and I'll talk to my mate Nor, who's um, another plug here. Nor uh, Zazi Sports, which is a uh, sportswear production company in Chiang Mai. And they're, they're the ones that create all the rugby kits and football kits for these sports teams around here. And it's a good good product, really good product. Uh, we're very happy with our kits that they made. Back to the back to the league. I gave it to Noor, who's who's very in, who's in touch with all the rugby coaches. And I had to have a meeting with Noor for for three hours, drilling into drilling into him how how important regular rugby is. Because this thing, if I get Norum, if I got Norum board, I knew that the rest would follow, because he's very influential in, in the sports community in Chiang Mai. So, I met him in a cafe, coffee shop and we had a drink, and discussed it for, for as I said, for three hours, <laughs> talking about how much it'll cost, how it'll work, who we need to approach, when we need to start doing it, how it's going to be achieved. And the first thing was playing the league. June till October, wet season. Are you mad? Because they don't understand. You don't want to play in the wet season when it rains. However, it's the best time for rugby. <laughs> you can slip and slide. You can score. You don't get as hurt. You can score some great tries. You can really get involved in the game. At the moment, they play in November through to uh, February for three months, and it's tournaments, and it's on very very hard ground. So what we've done is I've managed to convince. So I managed to convince Nor that we need to play in the wet season. Then I need to convince him that we need to play regular rugby every week, which was a bit easier. He said, it was, do, all the coaches, in fact, so once not, once I, sorry, so I'll, I'm, I'm going around in, in various routes to get to the point that I'm making. <laughs> so I'll jump ahead to when Nora introduced me to all the coaches and when, he, when we got everyone on board, we got all the contacts uh, in a line group for all the coaches and I was trying to make meetings. And I'd sent them out all the documentation, all the uh, manifestos to, so they can read it in their own time and they can get their heads around it. So if, what I've noticed that here, if you just approach someone and you talk to them about it, they'll say no straight away. Whereas if you let them to have time and sit and think about it, they can read what you've said and how it's been approached in other countries and then they can come to their own conclusions. So we did that. And I managed to get a meeting with a PRC coach. Now, if anyone out of Chiang Mai doesn't know, PRC, Prince Royals College, is a big rugby school in Chiang Mai. And to get them on board, 
would be huge. It means that it makes everything a lot easier. There are, there are big hitters. Like Norris for, for all the sports teams, he's, got, he's well connected. PRC is very well known and established for rugby. So it'd been a couple of months, he'd seen the documents and we had a sit down in March. And we got talking. And lo and behold, there, were no, there was no issues. He didn't say anything about the wet season. He was fine with it. Didn't say anything about it being uh, for, three, four, for, four, for three or four months playing regular rugby. Because the fact of the matter is, if they can play regularly, then when they go to play the tournaments down south, or they go to play in Phuket or in Bangkok or Pattaya, when they play these teams and they perform, they excel more so than what they would usually because they've played regularly, because they understand where the flaws are in the teams. So they've been able to train them and get them and, and iron these problems out. So for, for PRC, it was a win-win situation. And the nail in the coffin to make sure this league was going to happen, I printed out a, a sheet and it is a, an A4 sheet. This a uh, commitment sheet for the teams. So I put all the teams on the type that I wanted to approach to make sure they could sign it. There's the Lana Rugby Club, PRC, the PRC Old Boys, so the people that have been at the school and have, and have finished. We've got the uh, Chiang Mai University, the Chiang Mai University alumni, Major University, the International uh, Department of Physical Education, Chiang Mai. And we had another team called Chiang Mai All-Stars, which was a rugby league side, but they've converted to rugby union because <laughs> there's no rugby league teams in Chiang Mai. <laughs> so I, I had all these up on the sheets. Is there any that I'm missing? I don't think so. I think I've got them all. So oh. let's just quickly recap them all. Nice CMU, CMU alumni, Major, PRC, PRC Old Boys, Lana Rugby Club, All-Stars, Major? Can't remember. Going crazy. University College Major, right? Yeah. Anyway, we've got, we got all the schools that I want to approach. Mm. And Major, uh, because he's not one of our friends, is the coach. Major said, yeah, we're in. Fantastic. Straight off the bat, no problems. Wonderful. So we had Major. And because Nor is the, the captain of the All-Stars, so we've got the All-Stars involved. And we've got the we've got Major and we had LRC. We've got three teams. <laughs> So when I talked to PRC, this would be fantastic to get them to sign it. And fan- thankfully, they signed the sheet. So that committed PRC. In. And once that's happened, I, I left the sheet with, with PRC. And over the last few weeks, uh, CMU have been down. They've signed it. Uh, as have uh, IPECM. They've signed it. So now we've got seven teams committed. The only one that's, la- that's lagging is uh, CMU alumni. Whether they commit or not this year or next year. It doesn't matter. What does it mean for rugby and Lana if not all the teams commit to it? It doesn't mean anything because we're still going to have the league. Fantastic. Okay, that's the, that's what I wanted whole, to hear then. The whole idea was if we, if there were just two teams playing every week for four months, that is four. That's two teams that get to play regularly every week for four months. And the the, the teams were scared because they're apprehensive. They think, oh, will the players want to come down? Well, if they want, if they're playing rugby with your team, with your school, university or your school. Mm. And they're going to training, which, as I know, and everyone else knows, training is the dull part of playing rugby. If they're doing that every week, then they will definitely play the rugby matches every week. And it just means that we can then push forwards. And at the moment, because, because of the temperature in Chiang Mai, in Thailand, it's very hot, very humid. It's currently 38 degrees today, I believe. Yeah. Is, is it? It seems cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I feel I feel like like I need to put a coat on. It's thirty seven. I'm sorry, I was a degree too high. Thirty seven degrees. degrees no, at the let, moment. Me check, let me check. See what I've got. Thirty seven. Thirty. Wow. Thirty seven degrees. Yeah. Insane. And this is when the sun's away as well. Mm. And, the, and this is at the the height of the summer. You because of the pollution, it's keeping a lot of the sun out, which. Is a positive, but I'd rather have a pollution gone because <laughs> 300 particles per centimetre squared, uh, cubed, is, is ridiculous. You know, when I checked it this morning, I think we were on 400 particles. Yeah, and, we are, and, in, this, and in, in, the, in the recording studio we're in right now, of there, course. Is, there is no, um, there's no filter. 
All right. Okay. So we can't all afford a filter. So we're killing ourselves here, aren't we? No, don't worry. I don't have a filter. I don't have a filter in my house either. In my uh, in in my office either for uh, yes for Stubble Studio Architecture and a Graphic Design Studio. <laughs> plug plug plug. But we, we can talk about that another time. So continuing on with our rugby coach and architecture <laughs> mastermind here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So the rugby. Yeah, we uh, we've got we've got seven teams committed. We're getting more players every week. Uh, at the, sorry, at the moment, let me let me stress. We we broke off with rugby halfway through March because the pollution was so bad. I didn't think it was fair on the players uh, to take them out in the in the heat and to be uh, involved with all of the with all the respiratory issues. Now I have to wonder because we do have such a bad pollution problem up here in the northern province. Province. <clears throat> Sorry, now I do have to ask. We, we, do. we know each other so well, I'm fin- we're finishing the sentences. I do have to ask because we do have a really bad pollution problem up here in Chiang Mai, mm. in the northern in northern Thailand. Yeah, drastic. Does that leave the northern teams at a disadvantage when it comes to training? So, the- well, how I've set it up with the rugby, the pollution's only really that only really that bad uh, for March and April for Songkran for the holiday time anyway. It's a time of year where it's too hot. You don't really want to play. You don't want to do anything. You just want to chill out, go for a holiday, have a drink, and just just watch TV. Because it's it's like in Britain when it's winter and it's freezing, and you just want to stay inside. The same over here. You just want to stay inside in the cool. So it shouldn't really affect the rugby. Will be the the idea. This is how I've set it up. The rugby that myself and Dave have, have uh, put forward is that from May we'll start rugby training because that's a month and a half before the season. Halfway through June, the season will start. Halfway through October, we'll finish. And then after the season's finished, we're going to have a rugby dinner for all of the teams in, involved in the league. We're going to have the like the tackler of the year, try scorer of the year, best moments, fun dick of the day <laughs> for the year, <laughs> dick of the season. <laughs> and uh, we'll do all these presentations. We'll have a big dinner. It'll cost maybe a thousand baht a head. For the, for the dinner, and we'll get a three-course meal out of that, uh, and we'll have we'll have a projector. We'll have the we we'll want to film this the matches so we can put that on YouTube, uh, so we can have a proper um, proper support base, uh, a good following, good fan base. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what you know after. And once all that's done in October, mm. we're then going to, so along with the Chiang Mai League, I've also developed a league in Chiang Rai. So there's the Chiang Rai Rugby Union. Uh, team uh, no sorry the Chiang Rai Rajabat University rugby union team there is the Chiang Rai Bears rugby union team and there is the um, Payao rugby union club and there is also Mei Fa Luang rugby club so there there are three schools uh, so there, there will be th- four teams in the Tens League up in Chiang Rai so they're going to play for four months which I'll need to sort out the the, t- the league soon but in any case, we've got we'll have the four teams up there. We'll have the seven teams down here. And then at the end of the season, after we've done the this the league uh, dinner, we're going to do the first team of the Chiang Mai League versus the first team of the Chiang Rai League, and that will be called the Champion of Champions. <laughs> that's the, that's going to be that competition. And then following that, in we're going to have a a, a team game which we'll do. We'll play tens. Oh, sorry. The reason why we're playing tens is because it's so hot here. We're going to play ha- half an hour, be fifteen minutes each way, and with this, it means that we can play all the matches on one day within two or three hours. We're going to have two leagues in Lana that we're devising. There's the Chiang Mai Rugby Union Ten, the Chiang Mai Tens Rugby Union League, and there will be the Chiang Rai Tens Rugby Union League. Uh, we're doing them in different areas. We're not playing all the teams together because it's three hours to drive to Chiang Rai. So I'm wanting to set up regular rugby in small areas to then develop a proper understanding, to get people to want to play. So if you're having to drive three hours for a match every other weekend, it's not fun and enjoyable. It's not enjoyable. Whereas if you can play and it only takes you half an hour to get to the match, and then you've got three matches in one day, or four matches if we get the eighth team, and then we can really go at it. And we can have food put on for everyone, and it'd be, it'd be loads of fun. We can get... Uh, we can. We only need to use one referee then, which makes it a bit cheaper for us. Then it means that the money that we that we make from the from the matches as well. Because if we've got ten team, if we've got eight teams, every player for the tens teams 
pay 100 baht, that's 8,000 baht. The money can go to the referee. And then we can, the money will go towards the food. Then the money left over will go towards the team that supplied the food for the day. So every week, we'll be, we'll be a different team supplying the food. And the idea is it creates this sense of community. I like how you're really trying to involve all of the different teams. Mm. So there isn't sort of, how do I put this? A predominant team who seems to be in charge of everything. No chance. It's a, it's a conglomerate. It is it's a, social, uh, a social league. Or should I say it's a community league, which is better. Of course it's social, <laughs> but, it's also, but it's more than that. It's a community league. It's a family league. We need every coach. The reason why I did the, the sign-up sheet, the commitment sheet, is because everybody and ev- every coach needs to commit because it doesn't take just one person. It's not a competition that I'm making. It's, a, it's something that I'm proposing. But it takes every coach to commit. Because, put it this way, <coughs> if one day, lo and behold, I have to leave, then this league needs to happen without me being here. This is something not for me. This is something for the community to, to, to develop. This is something for the people in Chiang Mai, people in Lampoon, people in Chiang Rai, the people in every district in the north to get to grips with and to get involved with. In a year, almost a year and a half, we've, I've managed... So the pe- myself and the people involved have managed to set up a rugby team, managed to get the kits made. We've managed to get sponsors, we've managed to get players that want to play regularly, not just a one-off. We've got people that are committed. Because this is what it takes, it takes commitment. But the fact of the matter is that this isn't just for foreign people that live here, it's for Thai people. And if we develop the rugby in the right way, we can then create grassroots rugby as well. So it means we get kids that are six years old playing touch rugby. And then when they get to 10 years old, they can start doing contact. And then, so the, the, the whole idea is that we have the, we have the, to- the toddlers, or from six till 10, They'll have teams. They'll play touch rugby. And then when you get to 10, you can then play for the 11 to 13 ages, then the 14 to 16s, and then you've got the open age. Now, I, I can't help but wonder now, what about the Thais who want to get involved who can't speak English? Good question. Uh, you don't have to worry. We pompu pas Thai dai. Tom pom son rugby pompu pas Thai le pa pas ankit doi. So we speak both. All the time. Uh, we, the whole idea is that we can teach Thai people English, but as well as making them feel com- connected. So with Alana Rugby, with the LRC, what we want to develop is, so at the moment we're, we're heavily foreign-based. Got a lot of foreign. We've got a lot of international players. <laughs> Unintentionally, of <laughs> Unintentionally. course. Uh, but what we would like to achieve is to have a first team which is purely Thai players, or the best players, should I say. So purely the best players of the team, but predominantly the Thai players, because we want to develop a team that can create players for the Thai national team. We want to create players that can potentially, in 10 years' time, we could be producing world-class players that can play in Australia, play in New Zealand, South Africa, play in Europe. Playing Japan. <laughs> so if you are interested in joining the team, where do they need to go to get all the necessary equipment they need and how, uh, how do they go through with joining the team? So first off, I'd advise you to come down to training to see if you enjoy the sport, see, what, see if you like. It's no point spending money if you don't like playing rugby. So come down to the training sessions. Uh, if you want to get in touch with, with myself, with Tom, uh, the head coach for Lana Rugby Club, uh, you can do by getting in touch either through Facebook at Lana Rugby Club. That's L-A-N-N-A-R-U-G-B-Y-C-L-U-B. Lana Rugby Club on Facebook or you get in touch via email at lanarugbyclub at gmail.com that's L-A-N-N-A R-U-G-B-Y C-L-U-B at gmail.com so first you need to do that and get down to the rugby uh, grounds we'll get in touch with me see when the training is and see if you enjoy it first then if you want to play the sport and you want to get involved and really be a part of the, the Lana Lions, uh, you can buy a package for the, for the uh, rugby shorts and socks and training top and uh, polo shirt from myself. And if you'd like any accessories like the mouth guard or if you'd like to get some more rugby shorts or you want to get some rugby balls, 
you want to go down or some kicking tees, perhaps you need to go down to Decathlon. Decathlon's fantastic European outlet down in uh, Chiang Mai near the airport. They're a, it's a bit like Ikea for, for sportswear. Everything's very cheap. They make everything in-house themselves. Uh, it's fantastic sportswear. Yeah. So you want to go down there. And the, the mouth guards, I think they cost maybe about 500 baht, maybe 300 baht. I think the rugby balls cost about 700 to 1,000 baht. So yeah, so they, they've got some good stuff down there. That's fantastic. Good information. And I just have one more question for you. So you said that you have the land and... In Lampoon, yes. In Lampoon, right. So do you have the rugby posts as well? Not yet. But we are looking for sponsors. If you would like to sponsor the team to get rugby posts, I've been... uh, Well, we need to get some rugby posts. If you'd like to sponsor, then by all means, you get involved. You can get in touch, as I said, through the through the email address in the link I said earlier, atlantarugbyclub at gmail.com or through the Facebook page, Atlanta Rugby Club. And we can discuss in what ways you can help the rugby club. We need to get rugby posts. We'd like to get uh, post protectors. We need to get uh, equipment for the rugby, like the scrum machine. We need to get uh, tackle bags, all this sort of stuff, new rugby balls, uh, bibs, all, lots of uh, lots of things that we need to get. And if you can help in any way, any any small way is always uh, appreciated. Before we finish up, just one more thing. Once again, remind us, how are we going to contact you? <laughs> it's it's uh, lanarugbyclub at gmail.com. That's L-A-N-N-A-R-U-G-B-Y-C-L-U-B at gmail.com. Fantastic. Thank or you. Or the Facebook page, which is Lana Rugby, uh, Lana Rugby Club. Very simple. Very easy. Easy to get in touch with. Very approachable. And we've got contact details on the website as well, which is www.lanarugbyclub, that's L-A-N-N-A-R-U-G-B-Y-C-L-U-B.co.uk. Fantastic. Right. Well, thank you. <laughs> Don't seem very happy about that. <laughs> yeah. Sort off top. Very fantastic. It's been a pleasure to host you here on the show today. Yeah, it's been wonderful. You, thank you very much. Take care yeah, of yourself. Fantastic. Cheers. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. Remember, you can listen to every episode on www.chamiltontravel.com. That's www.chamiltontravel.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Travel Culture, and on Facebook, Travel Culture. Thank you very much. Have a fantastic week, and I hope to hear from you again next week. Hear from you again. Oh, why did you have to point that out? <laughs> you need to say that again. You need to do the last bit again. Oh. Hear from you again. <laughs> <laughs>